could have done dick all day. Women can't, women can't, women can't, women can't parlay. Welcome. <laughs> Hello. To women can't parlay. I'm Jess. I'm Rainy. Yes, we have a great show in store for you today. <laughs> I'm like, I don't even remember what we're talking about today. A great shit show for you today. Yes, that would be the best way to put it. Yes. Um, I'm sure everyone missed us last week. We're back. You're welcome. Apologies. Actually, like, sorry, not sorry. We have yeah. lives and we barely ever skip. So, yeah, it'll be we're giving fine. ourselves an out on that one. Yeah, it's all good. Just more things for us to talk about today, I guess. Yeah. What's up? What's new? What's the 411? Um, 0411 for me. Half my voice is in Vegas and about 25% of it is in Charleston. So. <laughs> oh, God. I am jealous of your travels. Don't be. <laughs> I am. I'm well, half of it jealous. was like work. So it wasn't even. Yeah. That always puts a damper on the travel, but. Yeah. Still fun. I keep seeing all these people booking flights. I'm like, damn it. I know. Yeah. We'll do it, bitch. I know. I've got a few irons in the fire, but somehow it's fucking April. And And like, uh, not just April, but like, like pretty much almost the middle of it's mid April. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, I don't know when that happened, but it's, it did. Me neither. I've been so like, you know, when you have so much coming up, like the last three weeks, well, really like five weeks of my life, but like the last three weeks for sure were like so much with the weeks and the weekends. I've been like so anxious in anticipation of these three weeks. And of course, you know, they're going to fly by, but it's so oh, hard yeah. to like remind yourself when you're in the moment. So like now that it's over, I don't know what to do. Like, I don't know what to do. I don't know if I, how to work. Yeah, Cause anymore. you probably have also on top of that, a million things that you need to do. But instead, you're just doing none of them. Yeah, like laundry and unpacking and cleaning my fucking disgusting apartment. Like so many things that need my expense report. Like (laughs) it's yeah. No, the reason I'm sitting on this couch and not at that table back there is because of all that laundry and trash Mm. on that table. Laundry trash. Yeah, laundry laundry trash. trash. That's where I keep it. Right there. (laughs) Me too. Mine's right over there behind my little (laughs) island. So if you walk in. It it gives off the appearance that I don't just have open trash lying around my place. <laughs> I understand completely. I needed to finally like make my bedroom clean just for like my mental health. Same. So basically all I did was move everything from there to here yep. <laughs> and then vacuumed and it made me feel better. But yeah. now I'm like, fuck. I know I need to do that too. Cause I'm not helping myself either with this whole, like, neglecting that type of stuff. And then you walk outside and it's like pollen nation. Yeah. So it's I'm fucked inside. I'm fucked outside is my, yeah, no. And also starting this weekend, like I'm booked solid for like the summer basically. So it was like these last couple weekends were my whole, like get your spring cleaning done because that's it. And that's as far as I got was, just moving all the bad, all the crap out of my room into here and not actually cleaning it or doing something with it. Well, that's okay. You did that. So check that box and let yourself feel good about it. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. Um, yeah. Well, happy Easter, everyone. If you celebrate, that's this weekend, supposedly. <laughs> yeah, um, somehow. I uh, don't know how, but it is. I didn't really do Lent or anything, but I yeah. should have. well you're kind of doing a version of it with your 100 days of summer so yeah i'm trying to do a workout challenge and it's going interestingly (laughs) i think it's going awesome and hilarious well it's i probably need to break from that i have like permanent plantar fasciitis at this point i feel like dude that's the worst shit man it sucks so bad sucks because i don't get those get those ugly ass socks you can sleep in yeah, everyone keeps saying certain things like that. And I'm like, yeah, and, and you know what I've done? None of it. So well, just, ask your boy Donk. He used to have that. He had yeah, that I remember talking about it before. 
yeah, I have a lot of things that I should be doing. And instead, again, doing none of them. But doing none of them. It's but one great. thing we are going to do is real town, fake town. Okay, I'm fucking ready. <laughs> okay. Um, I have a town for you this week, and it is called Diesel, Texas, mm-hmm. home of the Wildcats. Fake or real? Diesel Wildcats, huh? <laughs> Oh, that sounds so, it sounds so real like Texan, but it also sounds like a really good fake name. And at this point, I have no idea what your pattern is because I don't know anything right now. Yeah. Um, I think we've, we've, we're out of the patterns at this point. (laughs) Um, Diesel, Texas. I'm going fake. It's fake. Good job. Yeah. (laughs) Hell yeah. That was a good one, dude. I was back and forth on that. Yeah, I know. But it's like, I can't tell if they're good or I think if Texas good. is just that big. Like, and it's just like Fair. everything we say is going to be like, well, it sounds real. <laughs> <laughs> well, seriously, I know. Well, and as we're doing this, we're seeing all these other towns, like I looking know. them up and shit. I'm like, how is that a town? Or I like, know. Yeah. No, it was fake. I tried to throw you off. Didn't work. (laughs) Ooh, my senses. No, my shit is just so down that like the bullshit that goes through my mind is just like cut off right now. Yeah. Your processing is just over. It's not. Yeah. It's like, I I don't know what our records are, but I feel like there should be a diesel Texas. Like that just sounds like I agree something that there should be. Yeah. I wonder if there's any city in the United States name diesel probably but yeah i don't i don't know that for a fact me neither um okay well we'll get started with the real real stuff which is (laughs) sports i guess we'll start with the nfl starting off on i guess we'll just get the sad sad news out of the way Dwayne haskins he tragically passed away this past weekend very sad. He was like, what, not even 25, 24, 24 yeah. years old. Just so tragic. And, you know, you never want to see that. It's hard yeah. to talk about just because it's just that depressing. That's sad. Yeah. yeah. It's sudden. It's tragic. It's, I don't know. I don't actually know much about the situation. And I don't <clears> know that much has come out about it. But, and I, I want to say, and he was maybe struck just on the streets of Florida or something. Yeah. I was struck by a car. Okay. A car. I, for some reason I was thinking motorcycle. Well, know. that's the only headlines I kept seeing was like by a car. So like, again, cheers beer already. I did not look into it or I did not have time and I didn't actually see anything come across. So I didn't know if they were just trying to be respectful or yeah. if, I'm with I you. I didn't really get a, get, I didn't really see or read any, details or you know specific stories about it i don't know if they've come out since but not to my knowledge but that doesn't mean a whole lot i do know there was obviously a lot of drama surrounding the reporting of this specifically adam schefter had a pretty insensitive tweet releasing the news and i think that that is unfortunate and i think it's just times like these where maybe people need to kind of like take a step back and remember like that these are the segregation between like your job and reporting. And then just like, Hey, this was an actual human lost his life who, and and at such a young age and that kind of stuff. And that he was more than just like an athlete. Like he was a human, you know, a son. And he has a a, family. He has a family. Yes. Like, I'm curious your opinion on this. Cause like I've, I've kind of loved Shefty in the past with just like reporting and like in quick information. And like, you can typically trust what he reports, but like in the last, I would say for sure football season. So maybe the last year, year and a half, like, cause I feel like this has happened a, f- a few times now, like mm-hmm. with bigger headlines where he is getting more, more and more backlash. I feel like, but I don't know. I feel like he always just like, he's one of those um, like weighted kids toys or something where you can like throw it and it's always going to land standing up. Mm-hmm. 
Like, I feel like, and not like I'm saying he should be canceled or anything, but it's like, right. Maybe let's make him go back to some like tweet etiquette school. Or some <laughs> shit. Like, yeah, I, I mean, I it's, think he's, he's obviously a very heavy prominent say, figure. He's not the only one. And he's very well known. when you get, yeah. When you get to that level of just fame or knowledge of, you know, whatever you want to call it, like people just know who you are and you have that large of a following any misstep you take, people are going to attack you because like we just live in this world where that's what it is now. Right. And it's hard. And I think we're all as humans and people and people on the internet trying to like navigate that world. And unfortunately it's become like negative, right? Like it's just, there's this part of it that's just like sucks. And I'm not going to like sit here and defend Schefter's tweet because it was bad. It wasn't sensitive. He took it off. Yeah. And it's like, and I think he now knows that. And I think maybe to give him a little bit of a benefit of the doubt, it's like, I think maybe he just needs to personally take a step back and realize like when it's appropriate, when it's not. And like, he just is so good at his job, I guess, or like, He's so in depth of his position or of his like job and what he's supposed to do and being the first and all that, that like the real meat behind things gets lost. So like, I think, but I also think too, like what's important to remember is like, yes, Schefter had a bad tweet and that sucks. And it was a very, very, very specific moment. That's like, you're not going to really win a lot of people back after that. But I also think too, like the people who are attacking him for this are just as guilty because they're also taking a moment where it's like, guys, someone died. Like someone lost their life at a very young age in a very tragic way. So whether you're Schefter and you tweeted the bad tweet or you're the person attacking Schefter for tweeting the bad tweet, you're still losing still, the focus of the point yeah. and you're it's still that, spreading the negativity yes. and, and re bringing up the bad tweet. Like if you continue to share that tweet or a picture of that tweet, like you're just inserting it right back into the cycle. Right. Like, Regardless, we're losing off. focus of Dwayne Haskins, which is like what should be the focus is like, yeah, sorry to him, his family. Let's remember him. Let's give him and his legacy a moment. Yeah. Before we're just all of a sudden canceling somebody because, you know, they made a mistake. Now, again, I'm with you. I think Shifter's had some bad things and it's like, I'm not saying I'm his biggest fan, but like he take, you know, he just, it seems like maybe he's just all about the job and he might need to take a step back. And maybe this is the mistake that will give him a different perspective and allow him to do so. I don't know, but At the end of the day, I think the point is just, this is very sad and we want to say sorry to his, his family and what they're going through and like, damn, that sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But, um, we can end it there. Yeah. Tough moment. These are always those moments that are like hard to report because you don't want to like also be insensitive to the situation. Yeah. yeah. And it's, you know, it's hard and, um, it's a definitely, a, you know, uh, it's hard to even, you know, right now I'm like trying to change transition into a new topic. And it's like, how do you go from like this horrible thing into like, Oh, now this drama in the NFL, you know, for sure. So, um, but I think we just have to end it. We said, yeah, we said what we said and yeah, yeah, no, we're going to move, we're going to move through it, but, um, definitely all the, all the thoughts are with, with them and his family. So, um, I think, you know, obviously we've got about two weeks of stuff going, so we'll try to figure out what are like the major things that have happened since we last spoke or recorded, And I think a big item out of that is um, this whole Bruce Arians, Tom Brady, the Bruce Arians change. So we we've obviously talked heavily in depth about the Tom Brady up and down, retired, didn't retire, you know, came out of retirement. And then recently news broke. It's totally in in 
retrospect of what Bruce Arians has been saying, some of his actions of what he's been doing. He has like, what did it, did the report come out saying like he stepped down as coach or is being, being, I think he's retired or whatever. The only things I saw was he's retiring as a head coach, but will, will be moving into another position in their like front office. Right. Right. Technically retiring. Um, I didn't know how to like word it specifically. Yeah. And yes, he will be now working in the front office. A lot of people were floored by this. I think a lot of Bucks fans were trying to act as though like it's not that crazy. Um, they announced Todd Bowles would then be the head coach, which again is just interesting because they had like just redone re redid yeah. his contract and signed it for him to continue on as like assistant coach. Yeah. And Arians is like now a senior assistant or some bullshit. I don't know. So this was all to me very confusing. Then the conspiracy theories started to to started to mount. Uh, which I, I mean, where there's where there's a TB12, there's going to be some type of drama, whether it's true or false. Yeah, I don't know. I just it's so interesting to me. It's like yeah. you know, obviously, I think we know. Brady and Belichick didn't end on the best note. And now I think the the conspiracy was that Brady obviously had something to do with this, which yeah. I think was so like writing on the wall. Like, I mean, you could smell it from a mile away. So Brady and Bruce had issues. And then now I think it's come out even further, which I think a lot of this makes sense is that apparently when Brady retired, he was set to not only become an owner of the Miami Dolphins, but the quarterback of the Miami Dolphins. Gotcha. And Sean Payton was also supposed to maybe be involved somehow coming in. And all of that fell through once the Brian Flores lawsuit was filed, which ironically was filed the same day as Brady's retirement announcement. Which is wild because so like when all this came out, I originally was just like, that kind of makes sense. Like the like Bruce isn't going to be around in the coaching game for much longer anyway. This, you know, that way this guy Bowles can step up and like he's been there for forever. So this is like kind of perfect timing. You still have your star quarterback that knows your game. So I'm like, that makes sense. Like keep Bruce around, blah, 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 whatever. But then like when all that stuff started coming out, which I was unaware of all the Miami shit, like to that. Well, it just has come out like okay, good. over I feel the last see. like couple days, I think. Okay. Um, but and again, all of this is speculation, but it's speculation that I feel like when you start putting the pieces together, it just makes sense. Right. So well, that's I what I'm saying believer, too. So. I'm a believer of this, like, Miami Dolphin stuff with Brady. Not everyone is. Yeah. I mean, I would have to look more into it, but like one of the things that kind of started pushing me away from my original path was all the drama where of course, like Bruce really never says like, no, there's no beef between us. Like he never just says point blank. Mm -hmm. No, he's just like, well, I yell at all my players. I cuss at all my players, like blah, blah, blah. And like, Tom really doesn't either. I feel like he doesn't really, he kind of just like shuts it down and, you know, does his little TB thing. But the timing of everything is super sus. We're like, Tom knew about Bruce Arians retiring before he retired, before Bruce retired or stepped down or whatever. But like he announced his unretirement on the day he found out Bruce was going to retire. Mm. So I'm like, which was a cart? Which one was first, the cart or the horse? Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know. When did he find out? Did he decide? Did he tell Bruce, like, I'm coming back? And then Bruce was like, well, then I'm out. Or did Bruce say I'm out? So then Tom was like, well, then I'm back in. Or does it have nothing to do with anything? And we're just all speculating because it's fun. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, obviously, I'm I'm no expert, but I just think that there are too many things that make too much sense for anyone to believe otherwise Agreed. that Tom Brady didn't have anything to do with this. I mean, and then like, I even remember like reading or hearing about Tom Brady shopping for homes in Miami at one point, yeah. which, you know, was confusing a lot of people around that time. And then 
Maybe it would be a little more like there'd be a lot more holes in the story if it weren't for things like Todd Bowles's contract and then like statements that BA has made about like wanting to continue and just, yeah, I mean, to me, it's just super, super obvious that, that this is what happened. And Tom Brady was like, I need this to happen for me to come back. And they're like, fine, we'll fix it. All very, very interesting. And we'll have to see kind of how this plays out. Um, Always giving us content. Yeah. I mean, there's certainly, I think on the past, (laughs) like how many weeks all like most of our episodes have been heavy, heavy Brady talk. Yeah. Which is kind of weird. I'm like over here knock on wood, but like, (laughs) Where are you at, A Raj? Like, yeah, I feel like we haven't talked about you in a while. What's happening? Yeah, no shit. <laughs> not that I'm like excited to talk about him either, but I'm like, I'm not sure if it's good or bad that like I feel like the Dallas Cowboys are like radio silent. I, I am hating that right now. I it's worrying me a lot. Yes, but we do have the draft coming up in a matter of what days, weeks at this point. Yeah. Um, so that'll be interesting. Um, and then also like in the world of Tampa Bay, uh, Gronk, I don't think, I don't think he's announced like his plan yet either. So it's like, is he coming back? Is he not coming back? Well, I think the only thing I've seen is him saying, if I come back, it's going to be with the Bucks." So I think the kind of ball is in the Bucks court where they're like, if they want them, they can make an offer. And I'm sure like Gronk ain't stupid. Like if another team, I know he says that, and maybe that's just him trying to spark us. But like, I feel like if another team was like, Hey dude, you want to come here and have this contract for a year? He would consider it, but maybe not. But that's the only kind of thing I've been seeing, but nothing more than that. I, I could kind of believe him a little bit in just that he was retired and then came back for Brady basically. And he knows his relationship with Brady is so good. Even their whole thing last year when he like needed, you know, so many receptions or yards to get that bonus and him and Brady were like, Oh no, we're getting you that bonus. Like I kind of believe him when he says like, he'll only come back to the books, but I think it's more, he will only come back for Brady. Like, I I think he's waiting on Brady to get his shit figured out. And then, yes, if he can play with Brady and it's enough money to be worth his while, he'll absolutely come back. But I think there is a large part of him that is also just ready to move on from football. I think so, too. But he's also like, eh, I can figure out, like, how to make it work for Oh, for sure. Enough money in the bank. So, oh yeah. I mean, USAA or whatever, like sponsors, (laughs) like he's, he is himself and he's hilarious. So like, yeah, yeah. those commercials for, to be totally honest, like not that I'm trying to be all cancel culture, but those commercials really straddle the line of like appropriate and not appropriate to the point where I'm like, I am so shocked that a, they put these out there and B that they've made it this long on the, on the air. Yeah. They're pretty awkward, honestly. Well, like one of them is like kind of implying that Gronk has like actual mental, like, Oh, maybe capacity issues. Yeah. Like, and I'm like, this almost seems a bit like cancel culture. Like oh, I can't no. believe people aren't more up in arms about this, you know? Oh God. I I must not, I've literally only seen, I feel like the same one on repeat a million times. I'm hoping it's not that one. Cause <laughs> I haven't, I don't know. Yeah. Well, he's just like, well, I'm special. Oh, and I'm like, oh, I didn't, I guess I never took it that, that way. Yeah. Like it's just kind of interesting, but again, I, I don't, I'm not trying to promote canceling USAA insurance, but I just yeah. find it I mean, he obviously had to sign a contract. So like he sees, he's not going to, I can't see him having to read something he doesn't want to read. Oh yeah. No, I'm sure it's fine. I'm just like, I don't think he cares. I think he just wants paycheck. I just mean the commercial implies that he is in some way special. Yeah. And I guess in this this day and age, in this world that we live in, I could see people having an issue with a very mentally capable man being on national television, implying that he is in some way not. 
Yeah. And so it's just like, that's what I'm saying. It's one of those things. It's like people canceling people for like all these reasons. I'm like, I'm surprised that commercial has made it as long as it has. Yeah. Fair. I just, I don't know why this is the first time I've ever thought about it that way. I've never correlated that. Yeah. I don't know. I guess I've seen it so many goddamn times that I'm so like, I. that's why I was like, I have seen that one a million times, but I just <laughs> never, I'm kidding. Moving yeah. on. <laughs> yeah, no, me too. I'm not, again, I'm not trying to like go down that path or oh, I know. whatever. Uh, next on my list was dig signs, massive contract to stay with the bills. I have no notes on this because I think I like skipped it other, but basically he'd signed like a four year, like almost a hundred million dollar contract. I think. Yeah, it's legit. And my one note for it is bummer. (laughs) Yeah. Cause there was that like interesting moment where they were like, Oh, wouldn't it be cool if we played together? Yes. And And it's like, at the Cowboys, by the way, mother. Yeah, it, you just like, took the words right out of my mouth. On. Like, also, let's manifest that Trayvon yeah. stays with the fucking Cowboys because, exactly. like, we don't exactly. need them going to the Bills. So, like, no. that is no longer. We can try again in another four years or whatever. Yeah, we need this to happen at Dallas. Yes, Dallas only. Absolutely, okay. Okay. couldn't agree more. Yeah, but on this, on the side, other side of things, like congrats to him because that's really badass and i like when i like when an athlete or a player like finds like their home in a team because it's obviously not where he started but anyway no absolutely and i mean he had a great season well obviously a great season but i wanted to say story in that and not that it's really even come to much more fruition but it was like last the season before last he didn't leave the field after they lost and he sat there and watched the chief celebrate. And he was like, I want to remember this moment and I want to know how this feels. And I want to take this to next year so I can remember this feeling because next year I want, I want to win. And then they had their like crazy, like amazing game this past season where he still ended up losing. Yes. But I feel like, you know, it's just all kind of like a big storybook thing for him and the Bills. And I don't wish them well over the Cowboys, but I think that they're definitely going to be a contender this year and they're probably coming back for their their revenge. Yes, ma'am. No um, and the overtime rules are, you know, going to be different. So maybe they yeah. won't get fucked royally in the ass this year. Yeah. Yeah. There's that. At least. <laughs> um, okay. Did you have anything else on the NFL? I feel like there's probably more and I don't know if I took any other notes, but um, that's all I have written down, but it seems like there should have been more, but I don't know what it is. <laughs> I'm sure there is, but yeah, again, like I said, I have barely even caught a headlines for the last two weeks. So I'm good. Yeah. Well, whatever, if we missed anything, we can always talk about it next week. We're kind of playing catch up anyway, and there's plenty more to discuss outside of the NFL and outside (laughs) of the NFL, starting with NCAA basketball, obviously March madness came to a close I think the last we had recorded was right before not only the finals, but the final four as well. Yes. Um, so starting with the women's tournament, although UConn, which was led by none other than our girl, Paige Buckets, yeah. she ultimately did get her revenge in the final four beating Stanford to move on to the finals, but it was ultimately South Carolina who got their revenge from the prior year. Um, Cause in the prior year, they had actually lost in the final four in what was like heartbreaking fashion, like yeah. crazy, great game. Yeah. They had lost to Stanford by one point and like had a chance at the very end, like on a, yeah. a bunny and missed it. Like it yeah. was like super heartbreaking. Um, they had lost Stanford last year in the final four. So now they came back this year to win the national championship, beating UConn pretty sizable fashion. I mean, I think it was like 64 to 49 or something. Yeah. So it ended up not being a very close game. Um, the U 
the UConn Stanford game in the final four was much better, very close, but it was yeah. very good. Add on to that, like viewership. I don't know if you were probably going to touch on that or not, but um, good. I guess viewership was up like 18% from 2021 and up 30% from 2019. So I just feel like what everybody has been doing in this mm-hmm. world, like just bringing the whole awareness, like the NCAA tournament last year, like all of that going on is like, finally, I feel like it's working. (laughs) Yeah, no. And I think it absolutely is. And I mean, people can believe it or not. I mean, I don't, I know we talked about it really heavily last year and I think it, it might've come off too preachy and that's fine. I want to be more aware of that because it's like, I just want to bring awareness to it. And I think the point of it is like, you don't have to like women's basketball. You don't have to watch women's basketball, but what you need to understand is the difference between how do I want to put this? Like they're not, they do not have the same, they are not on the same level of opportunities as male sports. Yeah. And that is what we're starting to see. You're starting to see growth because they're starting to gain the same opportunities. They're starting to be focused and put on ESPN. They're starting to get branding that is like actually, you know, worth a shit, worth a shit, (laughs) even though it's like, I don't know how their branding was different to begin with. Like, it makes no sense. Yeah. Like just different things like that. And like, not just women's basketball. Like I saw today, like there's like a women's um rugby league in England and all of the tickets had sold out for that game and then like you know we've obviously still struggled with like the US women's national soccer team versus the men's who just can the women's continue to dominate viewership over the men's continuously and i mean wow. i'm talking by the multiples they still are not paid equally it's yeah. So it's and unfortunate. It's like, it, it totally like that totally negates the like what we're talking about with men, women, NCAA. It's like, okay, we well say over here that like the men's have more viewers, which is why they get paid more exactly. they get opportunity. But then you swap it to soccer and it's like, well, but like the women have more viewership over here. So why are they not getting paid way more than the men's soccer team? Like exactly. you're, you're totally just. Yeah. And that's the point that needs to be made. It's like, I just want people to realize that like, there is this just misconception that nobody watches women's sports and that is false. There are people who watch women's sports. It doesn't have to be you, but people do watch it. It doesn't like, I don't know why people just consistently have to shit on it. Like why can't, I mean, support it or don't support it, but don't hate on something that you don't even watch and you're just hating on it. Cause in your mind it's bad and it's shitty. Like, I would argue that like you as a person who ever is listening to this probably don't watch men's lacrosse, but if there was a men's professional lacrosse league, would you fucking shit on it? Probably not. Like, and then it's like, there have been many, many teams in major four sports, baseball teams, hockey teams who have filed for bankruptcy. Cause that's the other argument is women's sports can't, stand on their own and need a handout from the NBA and like whatever. And I'm not saying these things are not true, but those are also called like investments. They're not like you, you have to remember how all business works and how all sports work. And you're not thinking in that way. Like men's NBA basketball wasn't successful in its first 25 years either. Like it's, it's grown and it's become larger and they have a much larger revenue generation that takes time. And when you have no competition, it's very easy to do. So I don't know, again, I'll probably have to cut some or all of not all of it, but like a lot of it, because I really don't want to get like super preachy. And I don't want to, I'm not trying to pretend that like, I am the largest supporter and like watching women's sports or women's basketball in particular, I watch it when I have time when it's on, but yeah, unfortunately I grew up in an era where women's sports were not on TV. I love men's sports. I love football. I love basketball. I love hockey. I love watching those sports. Yeah. And they're, they were male dominated when I was younger and I was learning them. So yes, I enjoy them. I have no problem 
in the same breath supporting women's sports and I want them to grow and I want them to do well. And I think that's all these women need is just stop hating on it for no yeah, reason. Yeah. It's just, it's support. It doesn't watch it or don't watch it. watch it. If you don't want to, if you don't yeah. want to watch it, but just don't shit on it. Yeah. Don't and my it. support can come in whatever form or fashion. I feel like I can do that in thousand, whether percent. it's me talking about it, whether it's me buying a t-shirt or whether it's just me saying like, I don't hate women's sports. Like it is, it will do tremendous amounts for tremendous amounts of good for, um, anyway, I appreciate you bringing those facts to the table because it's very important and viewership is going up. It absolutely is. And, you know, people can believe it or not believe it. There's still a long way to go. I think there's still a lot of, a lot of opportunities and issues in the way people are trying to market women's sports. I don't necessarily think they're doing it in the best way possible. I think sometimes it can become, it can, from an outside perspective, seem very exclusive and, and like not for everyone. And that is an issue. Yeah. And we need to work on that. So, um, but anyway, congrats to South Carolina on their win. Um, that was, you know, really cool for them. I was, I felt very bad for Yukon and Paige because she's just so good. And we're definitely not done hearing about her and from her. And, um, you know, we'll, we'll see what the future holds there. Yeah. And also just to add on WNBA draft women is today. So I think it's going on as we speak. Um, Their season will start in May. Uh, But moving on to the men's tournament. But a very large final four matchup between two blue blood blue blood rivals, UNC versus Duke. Um, as I said on this last podcast, I did end up placing a very large bet on Duke in order to make them go home and send Coach K into early retirement. <laughs> and it worked. Um, worked. Duke, You're welcome. Yes. Duke did in fact, lose to UNC. It was a great game. Very, very memorable game for sure. Coach K, I'm sure we're not done hearing from him, <laughs> but he is supposedly now in retirement. Yeah. Uh, which he's 75 years old, which is crazy. It is crazy. I'm like, like dude, fucking retire. Like, like, take your time. God. Take, like, basketball season is so long, dude. Like, do you, have you done anything in your life besides coach basketball? Like, I hope so. Christ, like, man. I, mean, I knew he was older, but I did not realize he was 75. Yeah. Um, yeah. Also, I need you to say your thing about the mascot. I don't remember what I said. <laughs> we ended up watching this game together and yes. Rainey was like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh do you remember now? Yeah, but you say how you remember it. She was just like, what is the deal? Like when you coach this long, do your like just do you and your mascot just start looking alike? And it's, it's like, it's so like dogs. True. It's like dogs and their owners. Like you always look and you're like, yeah, or like boyfriends and their girlfriends. Like they start, yes. you know, you start to dress alike or look alike. Yes. Uh, yes. You and or I'm sorry, Duke's mascot. Blue Devil mascot and Coach K, like they look alike. Yeah, I don't know when it started. I don't know if the mascot itself has morphed into Coach K or Coach K has morphed into (laughs) the Blue Devil, whatever they're called. But like, I can't unsee it. No, I can't either. I will. I'm mad that like it took until he is like his last game on the planet or supposedly yeah. To even have heard that because I like died laughing and I can't stop thinking about it. Yeah. Cause it's yeah. that we should, true. We should do a side by side. Oh yes. To, okay. To put out, um, text me that. So I don't forget. Okay. okay. <laughs> uh, but yeah. So anyway, UNC ended up going on to play Kansas in the final and Kansas was victorious um, but it was a very close game. Very good. It was game. a good game. Yeah. And I picked 
Kansas to win the tournament in my brackets. So I ended up winning like two of the pools that I was in. I got second in another one, but apparently that one didn't pay out for the second place. So um, everyone can calm down about me putting all that money on Duke because I ended up winning my money back plus more. I think it's hilarious on my bracket pools. So, well, I have to give you, so I did two brackets as well. One didn't submit for some reason. And I was just <laughs> too busy. I got, I guess I just didn't get the email, but like I submitted it and then it like went out and I could see my whole bracket. So like the last time I did that, which was an ESPN bracket, it fucking submitted and went on. So like, I didn't even realize until the tournament started. Oh my God. And I'm talking to Andy and she's like, Oh, I go, Oh shit. Yeah. I was like, I'm doing pretty good. Cause I did the opposite essentially of my work one <laughs> and which I bombed. And she was like, Oh, I don't think yours is counting. And I was like, what the fuck? So I go in there and it's like at the bottom and it's like zero picks, whatever. And I was like, fuck you. I spent like 35 minutes of my life on oh, this shit. That would so, piss me off. Yeah, I'm super pissed. But let me tell you about this work one real quick. I got to shout out my girl, Alex, our always hungover girl. Uh, who's sad face no longer has that podcast or at least aren't doing yeah, it they right were now. Funny. So funny. Well, she legit like doesn't know anything about sports, doesn't watch sports. And this is nothing that's mean towards her. She would be on if she was on here right now, she would be saying that she said yeah. this to me last week. Nothing, nothing, nothing. She literally fucking won the entire bracket. And always how it goes. It is so funny because like we had no idea what the prizes were, but she won like three grand. What? Yeah. So and it's so funny because they're like, oh, my God, like, what did you do? Blah, blah, blah. And she's like, literally got on there and picked between the two colors, which one I liked better. (laughs) I'm like, good for you. That's when you were like texting me about it and you're like stressing. I'm like, rainy, literally no one knows what's going to happen. I'm like, literally stop. Yeah. Like, yeah, anything can happen. Like. You don't need to be some Care. like crazy analyst of basketball. Is, yeah. And it's probably better if you're not. Yeah. Well, and it clearly was because I think two out of the three people, and I don't remember. So if anybody's listening to this, that one, I'm sorry if this is rude, but I feel like like two out of the three people were like that. Like yeah. don't watch sports, don't really pay attention. And yeah. then I think one person kind of does. I've watched very little college basketball this year. I was much more tuned in last year, but yeah. I kind of knew like who the top dogs were and I feel like I randomly like Kansas is always kind of one that I picked to go pretty far and I felt like they could win this year. So that's why I picked them. But I was like killing it because I got like second or third in our work pick them in football and now I won this. So people are like, damn Jess. And I'm like, Yeah. yeah, fuck you guys. I'm not cheating at all. I don't have a sports podcast. That's what everybody says to me. They're like, well, that's not fair. You have a sports podcast. I'm like, I'm sorry. Do you fucking listen to my sports podcast? <laughs> Our literal tagline is do not come here for the facts. Right. Like, I, mean, we have, I would like, hardly call this a reason like a cheating pot. Like, yeah, if anything, this is deterring us from like knowing <laughs> yeah. what the fuck we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I just had to say it, but obviously didn't yeah. mean it because everybody always says that. I'm like, well, there is no advantage going on here. I promise. Yeah, you. no, fuck no. <laughs> um, well, good for us. Yes. <laughs> also, yeah, please don't come here for the facts. Um, anyway, we'll move on. I think everyone by this point knows what happened in March Madness, but just had to, you know, mention it so we could, you know, check that box. Go sports. Um, The next big news of the week, obviously the Masters just wrapped up yesterday. Um, We're recording this on Monday, April 11th. Never said that earlier (laughs) for anyone who gives a fuck. Yes, semantics. The winner of the Masters was Scott Scheffler. Scott A. Got a <laughs> Scotty doesn't know that the Fiona, Fiona and, and me. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'll I'll get down with the get down there. Great movie. Scotty doesn't know. <laughs> Scott. Scotty don't. Scotty don't. I'm trying to think of all the like Scott. There's a lot of Scott movie Which, moments. Speaking of uh, Scotty, aka whatever. Awesome Powers, um, a.k.a. Wow, I'm doing bad on the name thing here, but uh, also in Can't Hardly Wait. And we watched Can't Hardly Wait last night for the first time in a while, and it was awesome. 
I fucking love that movie. And I feel like that's kind of one of those under the radar movies. Like not everyone has seen it. And I'm like, it is one of those like classic nineties, like rom-com rom- teen, well, movies. teen t- yeah. Teen rom-com movie. Yeah. yeah. It's like, it's and- one of the best, if not the best Amanda Beckett, a hundred percent. The cameos, the, the casting. The cameos. Yeah, dude. And like, I would call that a top five for me, like nineties teen movies. Yes, absolutely. But on top of that, that fucking soundtrack to that movie and varsity blues soundtrack. Those are like top two. They're tied. One of them might go in front of the other one occasionally, but you will have to do a lot of convincing to try and convince me of some other nineties teen movie soundtrack being better than one of those two. Oh, it's so good. And like when it came out on Netflix recently, I watched it like every night for like three weeks straight, I think. Yeah. It's so good. good. Yeah. (laughs) We were giggling our asses off last night. Like, why is this guy in here? Like two of the people hadn't seen it yet. Oh and my I was God. Like, I see. Exactly. Maybe it's just because we had HBO growing up or something. I don't know. Well, thankfully you had HBO growing up. Therefore I got recorded tapes. Uh, yeah. I was like, I recorded it and then gave it to rainy on VHS to watch. I'm like, this new movie came out. Connections. <laughs> God, that's hilarious. I also speaking of the other night, just watched center stage and I like cried. I was die. And I cry that time. is definitely one of those center state that that is like the first VHS tape I ever recorded for y'all. Yes, a hundred percent. And I'm pretty sure we still have it somewhere in my dad's tapes. Oh, that he refuses to throw I'm, away. I'm sure that you'll do. I'm also certain we've talked about it before on this podcast. Like I know we have. We have. And I'm not kidding. Like I was like shedding tears watching it. It's just so good. I always do. I mean, if you don't, you have a cold, cold heart. Yeah, I'm pretty sure one day I'm gonna do a TikTok of like me just trying to do that dance that she does at that studio. <laughs> uh, I'm 110% in. Okay. <laughs> 110% in. Like my favorite. Is that also that music montage during that scene? Yes. Is so dope. It's like Mandy Moore, you got Michael Jackson. <laughs> like it is so excellent. Yes. Oh, we're doing it. Yeah. We're so doing exactly. it. Exactly. Oh my God. Okay, okay. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know how that fucking just happened, but well, I'll be, you can be Jody and I'll be, um, that douchebag ballet dancer. That yeah. Which by the way, like growing then, up, I always was like, he's ugly. He is and, ugly. And he still is ugly, but I watched it, you know, literally like three days ago. And I was like, okay, he's actually better looking than I remember. <laughs> he is. And like such like ballet dancer cute, right? You're like, yeah. cause Charlie kind of takes Charlie was so hot that yeah, he's it was so like, hot. how can you pick this guy over Charlie? Like, what yeah. the fuck? But no, like, his, like his like slinky pants where he's just like dong oh. is all over the place. Yeah. I'll, I'll dress up as him. Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> just kidding. Yes. It's the headband for me. And if that doesn't happen, you y'all should somehow figure out how to do that for your like lip sync battle. Oh my God. I fucking wish we have to have a music video or else I would do it. Well, can't that be one? Well, we're just going to have to start doing dance sync. Ah, there you go. Just you <laughs> Which, can the JLo version. <laughs> just you know how she yeah. takes every competition and then makes it like a true dance that. show. That's so true. <laughs> Anyway, oh, sorry fuck. to distract you from uh, our boy Scotty that won the Masters. Yeah, so. I mean, there's it was really a pretty boring Masters from what I gather. I mean, again, we've said a million times we're not golf people. Yeah, I was much more like honed in last year, and I feel like I did research and I placed several bets that actually did pretty well this year. I stayed away because I knew absolutely nothing. I went in on like a group thing with like my friends and I did not do very well. So thankfully I put no money on this, but yeah, like he was, when he like got up to like, you know, his last tee box, he needed like an eight to win on his last drive. So like, it wasn't like it came down to anything crazy. The bigger news was that tiger was back, you know, his return after his crazy accident several months ago, but 
he had a good first day. And I think after that, it started to go downhill. And then towards the end, I think it was very apparent that he was struggling physically to the point where it was almost like maybe hard to watch from what I gather. He's obviously still in the middle of his recovery, but I think like for him to have come out and, you know, done what he did is impressive as fuck. So don't want to take away from that. But I think that what we know is that He's not ready to give up or throw in the towel. Like he will be back. He's, he is back and plans to enter the other majors. I think so. that was huge news. I think a lot of like golf fans are obviously big tiger fans typically. Yeah. So I think that was really the big story of, of the masters. So, yeah. Um, there was that little bit of drama before that. It, I guess never really bled into anything. And I also didn't do any research, but like that Phil Mickelson didn't play in it. And then there was like some back and forth of like, did he bail or did they kick him out? And I never Uh, really like dug in further because at one point they were saying that he was uninvited, but then they were saying, no, he bowed out. So I never really looked into it, but it didn't, it didn't blow up. Yeah. I don't know anything about it, so I can't really comment, but that's interesting. And I didn't really think about like Mickelson's wasn't there absence. Yeah. Yeah. I know Rory did really well. He got like second, which shocked me because I think last year I made a bet that he wouldn't even make the cut and he didn't, if I remember correctly. Oh yeah. Um, But one thing I'll say non-sports related now that we've just covered golf and basketball or March madness and the masters specifically, just want to shout out to all those men, those dads, the non-dads that are out there getting vasectomies during these weekends Oh. <laughs> it's much appreciated. <laughs> Is that a thing? So yeah. So they Is this like national vasectomy weekend so they can like yeah, they get their always... dick chopped and then just watch golf all weekend. Yeah. Cause you're supposed to like stay off your feet and do stuff. So they always recommend like choosing a March madness weekend or like a, <laughs> Uh, master's weekend. Yeah, totally. It's a thing. That is hilarious. I did not know that, but yeah, shout out to all our mom, baby mamas, mamas, babies. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The more men with vasectomies in this world, the, the better, because I ain't trying to do that <laughs> other thing. <laughs> I ain't trying to have children, <laughs> uh, but we'll move on from that before it gets too sensey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No offense. I mean, I support all oh, yeah. of you mothers out there. I don't know how you do it. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, that's all I got. Okay. Well, I think this is a great time for a WCP top three moment. Cause I feel like there might be like a Teddy vasectomy as a I, name on this fucking list. I do sort of have a theme and that was actually a nice segue into it, which I did not plan at all. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't plan this this vasectomy. I didn't plan this segue either, but it did kind of work. This do you want to start or do you want me to start? Oh, yeah, I guess we need to. Yeah, so this week's like this. WCP top three is I went with funniest athlete names. What did we have an inspiration for this topic? Um, good I, one. Thanks. Yeah. No, it was a really fun. good idea. And I'm glad you sent it because I, I had nothing and then I kind of forgot. So. Yeah. And I'll be honest. Well, I'll let you, you had a, did you say you had a segue? Well, I have, I'll start with this one. Cause I like it the most, but his name, and he is a former major league baseball, first baseman and outfielder literally born 1952. So he's like 70 years old now, but um, his name is Ralph Pierre, AKA Pete Lecoq. <laughs> okay. I think we are going to have somewhat of a dick themed. Also, yeah. why do they all play baseball? I don't know. I swear to God, like they all play fucking baseball. And this is what's funny is I kind of have two lists. Every time we, we pick a topic for WCP top three, I never want to be that person that like looks them all up. So I I always like make a list from my mind first. Yeah. And then I, for whatever reason, then I like go Google the, go Google it to make sure I'm not missing anything obvious. And then it like, they totally blow mine out of the water. So then I'm like, okay, well, I don't care anymore. Well, I literally Googled athletes names that like have wiener in it. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. So I, I will tell y'all my like originals later, but like, just know that the ones that I'm going with, I definitely Googled and I 
don't, I didn't know any of these. Maybe one was kind of familiar. The first one that I'm, and I feel like we probably have overlapping ones. I just, I don't know. The first one I'm going with, I'm going to call him Rusty Cunts. Yes. Because that's how I read it, even though it technically is Kuntz. But you all know that when you see that in black and white, that's how you're reading it. And that's how you're saying it. So I don't care if it's wrong. But yeah, he was like a mid 80s baseball player who's now a Kansas City Royals coach. (laughs) And that's fucking hilarious. Yeah. Well, okay. So here's my second one, which also goes kind of hand in hand with one you just did is Dewana Bonner. But (laughs) it's very obvious that like, Yep. She probably had a really shitty childhood because I have no doubt people were calling her boner quite a lot. Well, do want a boner? Like, do you want a boner? Yeah, exactly. So, and she's, she's like, a, uh, I think a guard and a small forward badass bitch for one. No, that's a really good one. And I think I did see that one on like one or two lists. My next one is... <laughs> I couldn't figure out if there's like a correct pronunciation on this or not, but there is no other way that I'm reading this again. If I'm seeing this on paper other than Dick Sizzler. Oh no. <laughs> Dick, Did I, like, born with name. Yeah. But it's spelled S I S L R. So I'm certain it's pronounced like Sizzler. something at like Sizzler or something, you know, like I don't know. Either way. Either I'm way. saying Dick Sizzler and you can't fucking stop me. Um, also a baseball player and he was born or he played, he actually played in like the late forties, early fifties. So way long time ago, I did not know this person became a coach maybe like in the eighties or coached like last in the eighties. I don't know, but Dick Sizzler, like that's a great fucking name. It truly is. Just went right for the kill there with Dick. Yeah. Um, no. So my last one on theme for the immaturity level, but off theme, and you'll see why. So this gentleman uh, was whatever. He played for several teams, but he was drafted by the Minnesota Vikings. Um, he is all right, my age. So one of those guys, John David Booty, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> so the John David is fine, but like, how the fuck are you going to have a last name as Booty and keep that shit? <laughs> I actually kind of like it. John David Booty. I love how, and I love the two first name situation too beforehand. Me too. Oh man, that's even better. I have one of those as well, but it's an honorable mention. Okay. Because um, my last one, and I mean, I'm still <laughs> laughing at this one. I can't stop. Okay. Another goddamn baseball player drafted by Philly, but I don't think he technically ever played in the majors, only in the minors. Yeah. Fucking Steve Shartz. Steve Shartz. Steve Shartz. Oh no. I can't I do stop like, laughing. I do like how we both went dick dick butt. That yeah. was kind of excellent. Um, oh, I could have there was so many dick ones. I could have done dick all day. That's yeah. That'll be our fucking <laughs> you heard it here first, ladies open. and gentlemen. Yeah, yes. you heard it here first. Don't you know these are the facts. <laughs> that is freaking hilarious. <laughs> I had an honorable mention that's similar to one you said. And that would be Jim Bob Cooter. Okay. I saw Jim Bob Cooter. And I was Which like, I think okay. I've heard of that one before he yeah. played football for Tennessee, but that one seemed familiar, but like just an epic fucking name. Epic. And being like playing out of Tennessee, like it just all, he belongs there. Like, <laughs> yeah. But Jim he Bob Cooter, I mean. I that might become my like alter ego. I don't know. Listen, if Jim Bob Cooter and Steve Shartz don't know each other, I'm upset. You can't say the term Steve Shartz without me just like dying laughing. You cannot. You cannot. Like you um, just she, like and apparently if you have a crazy last like a crazy name, like you you have an automatic pass into the MLB. Oh, for sure. Like, I, think I don't the, understand the every better. single person that I was on my list was a major league baseball player. Well, I, I did see a lot of them, but I was like, I don't know why I settled on these. I can't I believe we say, did not have overlapping ones. That is shocking. I am shocked by that too. I thought we'd for sure have at least also one. might be the first time we haven't. Wowzer. Um, and then just for anyone who gives a fuck, no one, <laughs> the three that I thought of on my own before Googling was first Milton Bradley because he played for the Rangers. And I remember like probably 
15 fucking years ago, maybe less. And I just remember being like, dude, his name's Milton Bradley. That's weird. And then Chuba Hubbard, who played for Oklahoma State University, but I mainly know him from the trivia cheating scandal of Barstool's The Dozen. Oh, nice. This girl who I never really cared for, but now doesn't work there. She like majorly cheated at at trivia. And it was very obvious because she kept calling him Chuba Hubbard. And everyone was like, well, if you knew who he was, you would know that's not how his name is pronounced. But I think that's a very like, crazy interesting name and then the last one was peekaboo street the downhill skier but yeah once i googled it i was like okay the fucking dick jokes are way funnier i'm gonna go with (laughs) the dicks are always the dick jokes yeah which i also found a lot of them that were good but i'm like they yeah. were real, like they were made up like later in life. So I was like, like Chad Ochocinco, for example. Oh yeah. Yeah. He named himself that. So I'm like, yeah, I'm not doing that. Yeah. Which I wouldn't have anyway. It definitely wouldn't have made the top 50 in my opinion. No, absolutely. No, there was a lot of good ones, but like, I mean, Steve Schartz, like, no, yeah. You I'm can't have to get mean, like can't a copy a of his baseball card or something. Ooh, we should start eBaying that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That is a, a gym somewhere that I need in my collection. No my collection of none. <laughs> yeah. Look no further. I have until your birthday to find that and laminate it. Perfect. Oh God. Anything else on those? Do you have any more honorable mentions? I don't. Not today. Yeah. There's so many, but that's all we'll 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 save. We'll save the rest for another day. Yeah, for a rainy day. Yeah. Okay, well, just to kind of wrap things up, (laughs) NBA playoffs are set, although with the exception of the play-in game, I think the play-in games start tomorrow, and they're like the 12th through the 14th, and then I think the playoffs actually start on the 16th. I feel like NBA playoffs are hectic because like everyone makes it, especially now with the the play-in games, like 10 teams like ultimately, well, 20 teams ultimately make it. Out of like, what, 30 something? I don't even know. So, so many of them get in. And then like with the play-in game, a couple more will be eliminated pretty quickly. But even then it's like, fuck, there's so many. So obviously we're getting into that. I think I'd already mentioned like in our last podcast, the Mavericks are officially in. Um, They're the fourth seed. They'll be facing the Utah Jazz. But Phoenix is in terms of their record, like, way ahead of the field they have only lost 18 games this season and they've won 64 so they are doing extremely well obviously we'll see how they fare in the playoffs they ended up losing last year to the bucks but looking pretty good as a favorite so um but the big news out of that too is that the lakers are out lakers are not even even in a play-in game um crazy drama there between like the LeBron stuff. And then, you know, who's just a lot of finger pointing. And um, I obviously being not a Lakers fan nor a LeBron fan, I'm like laughing at that, but I don't know how you feel as a LeBron non-hater. I don't really care. Honestly, <laughs> yeah. I haven't kept up with any of it, but I did see that they didn't make it. It was like, wow, that's going to be interesting. Yeah as well i've seen a little bit i will definitely start to watch more now that it's playoffs and that the mavs are in it so i will try to keep up with that as the weeks go on here and then obviously i've been watching hockey because i it's my where my general interest lies and the stars are still kind of like going back and forth right now they are kind of in a back and forth with Vegas for the wild card spot. I think based on the, what do you call that? Like toughness of schedule for the remainder Mm -hmm. of the regular season. I think the stars will get in by like the skin of their teeth, which is fine. I don't know exactly how they'll fare. I mean, they're just not playing to their potential. I feel like, and then there's just a couple teams like avalanche and Calgary and like a couple other teams that are just like playing really, really well, that it's like, even if the stars get in, I don't know how they could really make a deep run, Yeah, but they just have, they have this kid on their team, Jason Robertson, who is like amazing. And he's such a great asset to have. And I 
really enjoy watching him play. And he's just like so fucking good and nobody's talking about him. And it's very interesting to me, but he's, he's awesome. And I think we're going to hear a lot about him. And then last note, baseball's back. Um, Yeah, it's back. It's here. Um, Full slate, 162 games. As far as I know, I don't think they cut any. I think they just pro, I think they just pushed opening day, but I mean, obviously we'll get through some of these playoffs before talking about baseball, but I think baseball is probably one of the hardest sports to bet on, particularly in the top four or the major four, but I did bet on it a little last year and did okay. I just didn't feel good about it. I didn't feel like I was good at like capping it, but I'm sure at some point I will get back there, but not before hockey and basketball are over. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, other than that, I mean, I think that is going to do it for our episode today. Unless Rainy has anything else. Rainy does not. (laughs) I think Rainy's ready for a nap. I am very much ready for that. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Well, thank you all for joining us once again. It's been great. We will, you know, keep you posted with any pics on our social media. Follow us at Women Camp Parlay. And uh, we'll talk to you next week. Goodbye. Bye. Women can't. Women can't. Women can't. Women can't parlay.